Well, good morning. Thank you for joining us for Going Deeper. Kev, thank you for being with us today. Yeah, happy to be. Yeah, uh, as, as we've unpacked a little bit in the in the service, we are, we are in a bit of a different time. We're back <laughs> locked down. Yeah. Um, and I would encourage our home groups to engage with this. Uh, I know home groups can't meet this week or next, possibly. Um, but as we've wrapped up this Ephesians series, mm. I think it'd be really important for home groups to, to land with this as well. Um, so home groups, can I encourage you to keep this one uh, saved somewhere and, and look at this next time you're getting together because there's a lot we just want to unpack and, and and just sort of um, sort of finalise maybe. Yeah. Uh, but not only finalise, we, we've got a sense that whatever came out of this series through Ephesians, mm. we, we're expecting a lot of it just to stick, aren't we, in, in us as a, oh, as a community? Absolutely. I mean, it's I think our whole season out of – last year of pausing is a rebuild season in the life of our church and you know you know you've heard us talk about real clarity and almost a bit of a change of direction about how missional we do want to be how how we want to be really focused on other people and and what does it mean to be the church and how do we live that out and so um not just assume what that is or do what we've always done but to kind of go how do we lift our intentionality on being the church so that's why i've even loved that kind of title that you guys come up with about being the church because yeah. yet that's the bit that my hope sticks out of Ephesians and go, well, who are we as a community of people? That's what right. does it mean to be in the church? I mean, what a privilege, number one. Yep. Um, but then how do we live that out? What does that look like? And so that's great for home groups to keep talking about that. Yeah. That would be a great question in home groups to go, what has stuck yeah, for you right. out of that season? That yep. would be an interesting question. Absolutely. Mm. So I want to sort of start at the end and work back. Um, I, I love just your prayer at the end, um, your prayer for for us as individuals, for us as the church and, and for people praying for you as well, that yeah. that we would be willing to, the word surrender just kept coming to mind for me, okay. that we would be willing just to surrender our lives to say, God, wherever you have placed me, wherever my go places are, would you use me to show others who you are and what you're about. Yes, that's a great prayer. Hey, I've just seen coffees come in. Can I grab that coffee, Jeff? That'd be awesome. You're a legend. All right. And, and I think you're having hot chocolate. I am going to try hot nearly, chocolate. Nearly so converted Andrew it is a bit coffee. Cold. We'll go that. Cafe's open this week. <laughs> Cafe's Cafe's open open. This week. Okay. Plug for better days. Better Thank days. You. Thanks, Jeff. Um, it's a good point of surrender yeah. because, I mean, if you saw the message that I shared, the story at the end with Lance, yep. it was great to meet Lance, right? Um, but if I'm honest, it was Friday night. It was probably about 8.30 that he first come over to our table and yeah. we were there till 11.30. That was right. when the, the gig was finishing. And I'm thinking, I just want to chill out. Yeah. I just want to be here. I just want to be by myself. Um, I just I bought some things to do and then someone comes over and sits down and starts a conversation and it, well, I was just really confronted with that surrender with that others focused scenario yeah, yeah. and so here's and you know most people know I'm an introvert and so yeah it costs me to be with someone like that you know for a while and he was talking and talking and he was an extrovert and, sh- and loving the loving the conversation all his whole life yeah. and then when i found out that he was going to go home and he extended his bus trip for another hour and he was going to be with <laughs> me that whole time it's like oh man how am i gonna just even last another hour but it was in those times and just following those prompts of god absolutely was that a god-ordained 
conversation, but it, I needed to actually engage with the reality of me going, this is a time to prefer somebody else. This is yeah. a time to actually yeah, that, that's good. speak boldly and, and to just share genuinely just some things. Yeah. That preferring someone else, uh, I think all of us generally would agree that, you know, if it came down to somebody hearing about Jesus for the first time, I, I would give up anything for that to happen. Yeah, we would but, say that in principle. Yeah, we would say that in principle. When the rubber meets the road, sometimes it's hard, but that preferring, and I've just been reminded that how many times I read in the Gospels where Jesus was on his way somewhere, so he had somewhere he was planning to be and was interrupted on the way. Yeah, and, right. and there's something about being a Christ follower to be aware of those moments that we might have our intention, our plan about what tonight looks like or what this weekend looks like. Yeah. Um, but are we willing to be interrupted for the sake that others would potentially come to know Jesus? Yeah, because my, yeah. my thinking after that evening and after that night, it was like it was great to chat with Lance. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. He was a great guy. He's doing lots of great things and it – it did sense and he would agree that it was just good for us to connect and chat about a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the thought of it going in, it's like, oh, man, have I got the energy to do that? But after it's like I'm so glad that happened. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So something that grabbed me out of the Ephesians book that we journeyed through and you touched on it significantly today was prayer. Yeah. So, so Paul finishes with up, prayer in, in that – big section he did in chapters one two and three there's a really significant prayer at the end of that yeah uh there's prayer again into four five and six and then finishes with prayer um you you talk to us at the end of your message around um being a people of prayer mm. and needing to be a people of prayer so that we can actually be positioned to be used by god yeah. um what, what's something you've taken out of this this series around prayer and what it might mean for us as a community yeah, probably a couple of things. I think one was the well, it was interesting because that just kept coming up and up and up and up and up yep. and up like that. It was like for Paul, it's significant that that dependence upon prayer. And so I think we've even chatted like, how do we lift that profile of yeah, prayer, right, just yep. the way that we are the church in our own lives. So, so I certainly want to do that. But then also just challenged about. I think there can be a pretty stereotypical. Um, kind of definition of what prayer is and yep. and people would think it's all kinds of things and it is right but yes. i just love paul's simplicity around that um where like here he is in house arrest in this example and he's just going i just want you to pray for me can you pray for me and i want right. to i want prayer that i can be bold and speak for jesus and so i think we can just sometimes overthink what prayer is or it needs to look a particular way mm -hmm. or it needs to sound a particular way yep. or you know i can't pray out loud because i don't sound like somebody else who's passionate about prayer yeah we it's see that all yep. of that so let's just bring that down to real foundational let's engagement with god in a very simple genuine way to go god i just need you in my life yeah you know how can i how can i pray into this or pray for people and just to be really active in our prayer life um, about all kinds of things, but especially about our identity and our mission that God's given us. Mm. Um, so for me, it's probably just lifted that more. Um, and I think some of our stereo stereotypical things is praying about all the stuff we'd normally pray about. Yep. But to be really prayerful about boldness, really a prayerful about mission, really prayerful about the people around us. I mean, so I'd love to encourage our home groups to actually take that on and support one another in that in that sphere to be. 
a, a home group, a home church where prayer is central and it's prayer for one another yeah. and with one another for those very things, for yeah. boldness, for, for confidence, for opportunity, for... Or, you know, all those things. All that. That, well, I mean, that's yeah. some of the language we've been talking about, you, me and Jeff, quite often is go, how do, our, how do our home groups, home churches, whatever name we want to call them, how can they become missional hubs? Yep. So it's not a home group that is just for us to chat about things that are going for our own life and it's great hanging out with, with our mates. That's all really good. Yep. But there is prayer. Yeah. on a missional edge. There is prayer for us to be bold. There and how do we equip one another to yeah, go and yeah. be the carriers of yeah. that good news? And what, yeah. I, what I love in that, and like I just want to see this more in the life of our church, that we share stories of that. Yeah. Like like Irene sharing her story today. Jed sharing his story. Sharing. Yeah. We've all got those stories and I think they're, they're encouraging and like sometimes stories when they don't go well are still just as encouraging. Um, and I want to encourage people who, who don't have the sort of story that, that Irene and Jed shared from, you know, from really difficult times and addiction through to whatever. There's a lot of people who don't have that story and that is not an insignificant thing. That's right. um, yep. we, again, those lies that the yes. enemy would want to put into our head um, around that could hold us back from sharing our story. Yep. And, and that's probably the last thing I want to touch on, that, that power of... Um, of the the mind and and the power of the thoughts that go through our mind and some come from the enemy and yep. um, we need to be able to discern that but it really is out in our thinking and um, you know the way the way we respond to the thoughts that come up that I think has been the biggest barrier to the church yep. carrying the good news into the world around us. Yep. Um, you did touch on it. Is there anything else in that that, that you would have liked to have unpacked a bit further but didn't have the chance in the message? Yeah, I just think it would be a good question in a home group space or even just on even if you're WhatsApping this week as a home group or whatever, yep. but or even personally go, what are the lies that I've, that I've believed that have stopped me from sharing the good news of yeah. Jesus? Because I think the enemy is very clever there. He's a father of lies, right? That's yep. who he is. So he'll bring a whole number of lies to the surface that we tend to believe to be true as a thought That's that right. silences us. It silences the church because yep. it just puts – we just need a little bit of confusion, a little bit of doubt, and that's enough to silence us. Mm. And so, yeah, I'm not good enough to be sharing. I haven't got my life together. I'm not an expert. I haven't read all of the Bible. I haven't read much of the Bible. Yep. Um, there's other people that can do it better to me. There's people that got a gift of evangelism. That's their job. Or the Father's table do that well. There's so many different layers yeah. – that I think we can tend to believe that just put enough doubt that silences us. Yep. And I would hope that we could actually understand every one of those lies, expose them with light to be a lie and to take captive that thought and discard it yeah. and actually believe that we've got everything that we need to speak. Everything. We've, we've got truth in us because truth is a person, right? Yes. And that's in Jesus and yep. his spirit's in it. So truth yeah. is in us. And if we're praying for boldness with that truth and our story to speak when we're prompted and we just trust God in that, yeah. that's the arrowhead that I'd want to see. So I, I would want to, last thing to answer your question, let's remove anything the enemy sets up against that arrowhead of speaking boldly about Jesus and all it is is lies. Mm. So let's discard them and trust Jesus that we can speak boldly and let's see what happens with that. And I want to encourage, you know, we would say that we want it to be normative for people at Coast Community to be in a home group. Yep. 
And so it's in places like those home groups where we can have those conversations. Yeah. We bring into the light yep. the things that are going on, the thoughts we're having, the yep. situations we've stepped into or avoided. Um, we can really encourage one another in that. And I was just thinking as you were speaking there, one of the things I learnt uh, when I was a teacher, a high school teacher, that I wish I knew at the beginning of my teaching career, yeah. but it took me a while to learn it, was um, when asked a question, sometimes my answer had to be, I don't know. Yeah. And to be okay with saying, I don't know. As a teacher. Yeah, as a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you get asked a question, but even yeah. in this, you know, if we're yeah. telling people about Jesus and someone asks us something mm. that we just don't know, it's okay to say, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But together... Yeah. How about we look into that? How about we journey with that together? Yeah. Uh, or, or I'll go and talk to some people who yeah. might be able to help us out and I'll we get back to you. That, yeah. But it's okay to say I don't yeah. know. And I think that the, the fear of being asked something <laughs> you don't know right. quite often is the biggest barrier that we're yeah. faced. Yeah. So look, we, we could keep discussing a lot of this, mate, yeah. um, but we won't. Can I encourage you, if you're watching this, mm. um, this week or, or down the track a little bit, in your home group, let's bring some of this stuff to light. Yep. Let's be intentional about being a prayerful community, yep. about being a community that is open and honest with one another about yep. these things, to share stories yep. because we really sense that as as God has led us through this book of Ephesians and shone a light on what it means to be his church, yep. uh, I think this is, there's going to be some stickiness to this yep. that's going to stay with us at Coast Community. Yep. Uh, we're really encouraged by that. And so as you've uh, journeyed with us over the last 12 weeks in this, maybe go back and check some of these out again. But thanks for journeying with us. Thanks for being on the journey. And we just look forward to God showing us, shaping us and leading us as his church into the yep. future for his glory. So thanks again for your message today, Kev. You're welcome. Um, enjoy your week of staying at home <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you next week when we go deeper again. See you then. Yep.